Welcome to Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl. I'm Mary, and as an antique dealer, I have found social media marketing to be an invaluable partner in reaching my customers. In this podcast, I'll share my insights, easy and actionable tips, and simple recommendations for my fellow antique dealers who want to grow their business. Let's get started. Well, hey, you all, welcome back to another episode of Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl. So I have advised you all in past episodes that the first few episodes of this season have been recorded and published in order, in the order I'd like for you to listen to them because they're building on each other. So my point in reminding you of that is if you have not listened to the previous episode where I talked about the importance of consistency, You need to go back and listen to that episode because it's going to inform what we're talking about today, which is a very important task that you need to do every single time you are in your own antique booth. All right, so I know for me that I am in my booth, uh, I have two booths actually, at least once a week. One of the booths, I'm there a little bit more frequently because I actually do the social media for that particular mall. So I tend to be there a couple times a week. Um, Our other booth, I'm definitely there once a week. And I'm doing things like, you know, dusting the shelves and moving my merchandise around, switching out seasonal inventory, you know, straightening things up, all the things that we all know we need to do on a relatively regular basis just to keep our booths from, you know, Um, looking clean and looking fresh and keeping everything well merchandised. So when you reflect on the decision that you've made with yourself about how often you're going to be posting on social media, the next obvious question is, okay, so what is it that I'm even going to be posting about? Like, how do I come up with content or ideas or topics? And so that's what we're going to discuss today a task that you can accomplish every single time you go to your booth that's going to give you lots of ideas for content to get you through till the next time you need to post. All right. So I want you to visualize your booth. Maybe you even have a picture of your booth, but I'm sure you can (laughs) visualize it very well since you're there all the time. And I want you to kind of do a mental flyover of your booth. I want you to imagine your shelving, your tables, what's hanging on the walls, what do you have on the floor? Just kind of do a a mental flyover of all the different things that you have in your booth, all right? So let's pretend that you're actually physically in your booth. You're not just doing a mental flyover. The task that I want you to accomplish every single time you're at your booth is I want you to take a minute or two, get your phone out, and I want you to take a picture of five objects in your booth and I want you to take a video of those same five objects every single time you're in your booth. Okay, I'm going to pause there and I want to talk to y'all for a minute about the quality of your images in your video. 
And I will say, um, because I, I study how people are utilizing social media to advertise their antique business a lot. I spend a lot of time on Facebook and Instagram looking at other people's posts and, and trying to get ideas and noticing trends and that kind of thing. I will say, and I don't mean this to sound ugly at all, but I'm just, you know, in the interest of teaching all best practices, I do notice that, uh, you know, a lot of times I'll come across somebody's account where they're posting and the pictures that they are using are so um, dimly lit or the um, quality is not very good. The, I, I can tell from their caption that they're trying, trying to talk about one particular object, but there's so many other objects around that object or kind of in the way that just glancing at the picture, I have no idea what they're trying to highlight. Um, so my point in saying that is not to be critical, but just to say that in your mind, if you're wondering, does it matter how good my pictures are? Well, the answer is, yeah, baby, <laughs> it really matters. Social media, Facebook and Instagram both, are a, a, you know, eat with your eyes scenario. If someone is scrolling on Facebook or Instagram and they come across your account and your pictures are blurry or they're dimly lit or, you know, there's a lot of clutter in the picture. They can't really tell what you're talking about. They are just going to scroll on and they're never going to stop and look at, at the objects that you have for sale, which 1000% defeats the purpose of why we're doing this. So it is very important that you spend a minute trying to get the very best quality picture you can. Now, in the year 2024, I think that most all of us have a smartphone. It doesn't matter if it's a, you know, an iPhone or Android or whatever. The cameras are really good, I would say even going back a couple of years. And so, I'm not saying you need to take pictures with a camera and then figure out how to get it on your phone or your desktop. You can absolutely use your phone 1000%. But one of the difficulties of taking pictures in almost every antique mall across the United States of America is lighting. Lots of, you know, antique malls are typically in buildings that were not built to be antique malls, right? They're usually big buildings that are being repurposed into an antique mall. And a lot of times that means the lighting is very high up on the ceiling. And um, so the lighting that is reaching the floor level is not real strong and it may create a lot of shadows. Um, depending on the height of the walls in your particular antique booth, you may get a lot of shadows. You may be in a part of your mall where there's just frankly not good lighting from the ceiling. And so you really want to be cognizant of what, you know, how well lit are the things that you're taking a picture of. That's, that's really important because while the camera on your phone may be just fine, if what you're taking a picture of is in shadows. It's not going to do you any good. So I will link in the show notes to a couple of products on Amazon that are real inexpensive, that are easy to get. Um, I, I have, I'm um, legally bound to say that I am an affiliate on Amazon. And so if you purchase something, I do earn a commission. Uh, but these are products that I use all the time. 
um, take it with me and really keep these um, products in my or supplies in my little supply box that I keep in my car so that whenever I go to the mall, I take my little extra light in so that I can ensure that I'm getting really good lighting on the pictures I'm taking. So it is really important that you have good lighting and um, that you have good quality images. So if you're you know, unsure about your skills, well, spend a, a little time kind of practicing and maybe sit down with somebody who you know that you think is maybe, you know, maybe further down the path on Instagram or Facebook than you are and ask them if they can spend a minute showing you how to edit your photos on your phone. All phones have an edit function. You don't have to have a special app or anything like that. Almost every phone has editing inside your phone where you can correct lighting, you can make the saturation of color a little bit better. And all of those things are, are worth doing because again, you know, it's like anything else, the image that they see, that people see on Facebook or Instagram is going to tell them a lot about the quality of what you're selling. And you may have the most wonderful objects on planet earth in your booth, but if your images or your video are not good quality, then nobody will ever know because they're not gonna pause. All right, so why do I want you to take pictures and video? Well, I said this in one of the earlier episodes that the number one form of content that both Facebook and Instagram and really, you know, all Pinterest and TikTok and, you know, all the things um, want to see is video content. And so when you get ready to post, you can make a choice about whether or not you want to use the video you've taken or the image that you've taken. And even if you're not ready right now to post video, for some reason that may feel kind of scary to you, at least you've captured the video and you can spend some time playing around with it on your phone. Again, get somebody to show you how to lighten it up, how to um, post without the background noise, If you choose to do that, let the capturing a video be the opportunity to practice, Um, not something that you absolutely have to post, but if you don't capture any video while you're there, then you don't have anything to practice with, right? So just discipline yourself. Every time you go to do whatever you need to do in your booth, take 10 pictures and take 10 videos of the same objects or of different things. That's entirely up to you. I definitely encourage you to do that. The reason that you want to discipline yourself to do that is so that when you go back home and you are ready to make your weekly post or your bi-weekly post, or if you're up to posting three times a week, you already have the content in your phone. I think the biggest obstacle for people being consistent on any platform is, you know, kind of saying, okie dokie, today's my day, I'm going to post. And you open up your camera roll on your phone, you're like, oh gosh, I don't even have anything. Or, oh shoot, this picture, the last time I took a picture of my booth, I still had Christmas decor in it. And now it's April and I don't want to show that. So you want to discipline yourself to grab the most recent pictures and video of what your booth looks like that minute. Okay. And then you will always, always, always have content ready to post. You'll never have to wonder or worry, oh my gosh, I don't really know what I'm posting. All right. Pausing for a quick announcement. 
Some of you all listening to this podcast may be brand new antique dealers in an antique mall, or you may be deciding that it's time to rent your own booth at your local antique mall. If that's the case, I have curated a list of supplies, display items, and other really important tools that have been invaluable to me as I have conducted business in two booths at two different antique malls in Dallas. A lot of my supplies have been trial and error. A lot of the supplies that I use now are not supplies that I used in the beginning. A lot of my display pieces are pieces that I have identified after a couple of years of selling and wish that I had known about them in the beginning. If any of this seems interesting to you, be sure and check out the show notes where I will link to my curated list of supplies for antique dealers selling out of an antique mall or multi-dealer venue. I hope you find it helpful. Here's another tip. If you are a very calendar-driven person, I know everybody is different. Some people kind of like to feel like they're a little more creative and fly by the seat of their pants. And so when you get ready to post, it may work for you to just open up your camera roll and see the most recent 10 pictures and videos you've taken and just choose from one of those. That's fine. But if you're a more calendar-driven person or if you're a person who really wants to feel like you really have really thought about or are more thoughtful about what you're posting, then let me encourage you to print out a blank calendar some, you know, off the internet that's super easy to do or grab a piece of paper and, you know, write, you know, whatever, you know, week one, week two, week three, week four on it. And then look at the pictures that are in your camera roll or the video in your camera roll and literally write down what it is you're going to post about. It is, that is an excellent idea to do that. If you're posting once a week, you may not feel that worried about, you know, kind of figuring out what you're going to post about. But when you get to the place that you're posting twice a week, three times a week, four times a week, you may find it helpful to maybe plan out your content calendar a little more thoughtfully. You know, and some of that hinges on how, what the different types of material are that you sell in your booth. I I know most antique dealers sell a wide variety of things. And so maybe when you get to the place where you're posting three, four times a week, maybe you want to make sure that you're representing each of those different groups evenly. So, you know, maybe every Monday you're posting about glassware and every Tuesday you're posting about your furniture and every Wednesday you're posting about the art, you know, whatever it is. Well, that can kind of get confusing if you're trying to do it on the fly. So I think it's always a great idea to have a blank calendar or, you know, write it on your physical calendar if you need to, whatever you need to do. But writing it out and planning it out and thinking ahead of time about it is also another really good way to make sure that you never sit down to do your post and think, oh, shoot, what am I going to post about? You've already taken the pictures. You've already got the video. You've got your list. So there's absolutely no reason why you cannot successfully execute however many posts you have planned for that week. So if you do this one thing every time you go to your booth, if you discipline yourself to take a picture and a video and or a video, you will always have content ready in your phone so that you can easily execute your post when it's time for you to take care of that. 
All right. I hope this has been helpful to you all, and I will look forward to talking to y'all again soon.